0: Hello and welcome back to Beautifully Awkward, a podcast about embracing the beautifully awkward moments of life, hosted by yours truly. This week I wanted to get personal, now you've heard a lot of stories about my experiences in the past and interactions with others. I wanted to talk about body image for a moment because I think that this has resulted in, at least for me, a lot of awkward moments. But as I started researching a little bit this week, I found that it's a point for a lot of people that becomes either awkward or embarrassing or just downright devastating at times. And so thinking about that, I wanted to talk about my own struggles and to... Again, as always, the premise of this podcast is to let you know you're not alone. Plus size doesn't mean that you're automatically awkward, so I want to preface this by I'm not saying that all people who are plus size or overweight or obese or curvy or thick or however you describe it are automatically awkward, but I do think that it can create a situation in which you have awkward moments just by the pure fact that you take up more space at times. I can think of an instance in which I was riding the train and a gentleman sat down next to me and he was larger and I think he felt comfortable sitting with me because I'm also a larger person. And we had a great conversation and he was so conscientious of making sure that he was giving me enough space and I appreciated that. But that's something that a different sized person may not have had to even consider. Now, that's just one interaction, but I've had many numerous interactions where I found that there's just so much assumptions that go into A person maybe being plus size for instance I've heard a lot even more recently that oh well you just need to lose weight but the bottom line is that is a decision that a person makes based upon what they value and based upon maybe health concerns but for me personally I don't feel obese I can run and keep up with my kids and do a lot of active activities, and I'm not concerned about me not being able to do those things. I also don't eat a tremendous amount of food, and yet somehow, you know, this is the way that my body is. And so I think that there's the assumption if you're plus size or obese that, well, you just need to lose weight and then you'll be fine. But I think that there's been a lot of movement and a lot of discussion about accepting and being body positive and trying to recognize that regardless of a person's shape, that doesn't define them as uh, as an individual, that they are more than just their body image and their body shape. And more than just a plus size model. I, I read a lot of articles about plus size models and how they're trying to break into the business. And, and that's been going on for quite some time. But it's really unfortunate that they have to explain so much more than maybe a normal of what you would consider a normal model. I also read articles on things like what are the top 23 awkward moments that people who are plus size experience. I can tell you I've probably experienced about 22 out of the 23, but they included a lot of things like going to the store and realizing that the one size fits all doesn't fit. That was the number one thing that was listed and it made me pause for a moment because there is no one size fits all. We are all different shapes and sizes and to try to put everybody in one category and say this is what's sexy and this is what's attractive, that's really just ridiculous in my opinion because we're all different shapes and sizes and colors and we should be accepted for who we are and I'm not talking about somebody who for health purposes does need to lose weight. Like, I'm not justifying that people should just be obese and be happy about it. I mean, I think that there are definitely connections with health concerns and higher risk for cardiovascular problems, and I even myself, at 35, have experienced problems with my hips starting to hurt and my knees starting to hurt, and thinking you know, okay, I've gotta lose some weight because I don't want this to become a chronic problem. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't lose weight if in fact it is beneficial to you or health wise, but I think that if you are working towards that goal and you are maybe just shaped differently, to accept that. There is also a lot of discussion about, you know, your body counteracting exercising. For instance, if you try walking or running and your thighs are rubbing together, you may rip your pants or get the chafing that you'd have to deal with. And that can be really difficult or a deterrent for even getting up and moving. If you're a plus size woman and you have a larger bust size, That also can be difficult to manage just to put on a sports bra. All of these things are things that I have experienced, but I will say that I do feel better when I work out, but I don't always do that. So there's plenty of reasons why I don't want to work out, but the biggest one is that I feel fine in the body that I have, but I still have lots of awkward moments that make me want to make some changes. So, some of the other things that I've run into, my own, again, personal experiences have been going to one of my favorite stores. I used to love Ann Taylor Loft. And so I went into the store and was looking at some of their new lines. And this was quite a bit ago. And I noticed that they didn't have anything in my size. So I went up to the sales representative and asked about it. And she said that they had discontinued any sizes over 12 I couldn't believe that considering that size 14 and 16 are yeah they're larger but those are normal women sizes so unfortunately I had to stop shopping there and quite frankly it's it's been a challenge to find clothes that fit And so, realizing that either, A, you can't find the size, or, as was mentioned in the BuzzFeed article, you pay more for quote-unquote plus-size clothes. I think that that's unbelievable, and when I've asked about it within, you know, a store or something like that, they've said, well, yeah, you know, we have to use more fabric to create that, so therefore, we've made it. A little bit more due to the amount of fabric being used well I am just flabbergasted by that concept I mean I get it but at the same time really I'm being charged because my body shape is different from somebody else's another thing that was mentioned is if you ever go to a sale uh, at your favorite store and everything is extra small that is unfortunate because Typically it is hard to find plus size clothes or larger sizes for that matter in the sale racks. It's just a challenge. So a lot of my friends have asked me why I don't like shopping. This is probably one of the biggest reasons because I just don't want to get into that dressing room and try to put on clothes that may or may not fit me and end up sardined in a t-shirt that I can't get over my head and my bust and to just sit there and think "I I may never get out of here alive. So if you've ever had that experience, then you know that being plus size can really be a challenge when it comes to clothes shopping, when it comes to... Simple things like sitting on the train. Also, for the record, if you go to amusement parks, sometimes if that overhead bar cannot fit because of your size, you can't ride the ride. That is absolutely an awkward moment and embarrassing to say the least that you are now being removed from a roller coaster because you didn't fit into the seat Now, I'm not saying that they need to make plus-size seats or anything like that, but the fact of the matter is that people just don't fit into a box. And literally and figuratively, you cannot force an individual to look at themselves and say, well, you need to lose weight because it just doesn't work. Your size doesn't work here. I think that the other part, I've seen quotes about how people who are larger don't get the best paying jobs or they're viewed as lazy or they're viewed as not worthy uh, of a particular position because of their size. That is just absolutely mind boggling to me because Again, a person's size shouldn't dictate that. But I think that that does happen when you have applicants and you see two individuals sitting there and one maybe looks more professionally dressed and they're in the nicer clothes and well-fitting clothes and the other person who maybe couldn't find an outfit that fit them is wearing the best that they can. And maybe I'm on my own on this, but I don't always know how to dress myself the best way. I, I try to do it. I'm, it's evolving over time, but I don't always know how to dress myself in a way that's going to convey my professionalism, because I do, or I, at least I did. I'm less so now, but I used to wear my clothes bigger because it felt more comfortable. I didn't have to worry about, you know, my shirt popping open or my pants popping open or anything like that. I could just go about my day feeling comfortable. But I realized kind of over the last couple of years that the larger sizes also kind of make you look bigger at times. And so I've started to follow plus size fashion and to look at some of these images and kind of mirror them in my own style and it's still evolving over time but I think that that's something that we don't always get because if you're a plus-size person male or female you don't have a lot to look at you typically will see bigger clothes and those aren't necessarily the best choices for your body size so it really takes a lot of work to figure out how you want to look and then to find ways to make that happen. Whether that be finding a certain line of clothes that fits you or finding somebody who can help you. For me, I have a box company that sends me clothes every month. Um, Right now I have it every three months, but they send me clothes and they for whatever reason, have always gotten my size right. It's really surprising to me. But there's a lot of companies out there that can do that. And there's a lot of plus size box companies. I've used quite a few of them. Um, I've even used the maternity sizes as well. And I think that that for me was even better because I could try on clothes at home. And I didn't have to have that whole struggle in the dressing room. And on top of that, if I got stuck, I could just call my husband and him get me out of it in the safety of my home. And I didn't have to worry about the embarrassment of trying to fit into clothes in public, if you will. So I'll put a link in the show notes of, I currently use Stitch Fix, but this is not a promotion for Stitch Fix, if you will. Um, I'm just letting you know that there's options out there. So I'll put the code. You can get a discount for using Stitch Fix, but again, this is not for promotional purposes. If it's something you wanna look into, feel free. But I will say for me that that has been a little bit easier because I haven't had to go through the embarrassing, awkward moments of being in public. You may prefer to find a specific line again or store that caters to your size. And if you find it, please let me know because I'm still searching out for those sorts of things. But that aside, kind of going back to awkward moments, I think I've mentioned some of them, but it's just been such a challenge over the years to feel like I wasn't okay with my body size. And like I said, I'm now kind of coming into, again, that evolution into beautifully awkward feeling okay with my body feeling okay with who I am but that's not how I've always felt and so I can very vividly remember times where I felt like I didn't fit in because I was larger or because I was not the typical person I wasn't what was typically considered the norm. And those moments were hard. But I can also and looking over the years see that there have been people who have come into my life, whether they're plus size or not, who loved me who for who I was, and didn't care and didn't focus in on the fact that I was maybe a little bit larger than other people. And so for those people, if you're listening and you're out there, know that you have made a difference in not only my life, but other people who you've just accepted them for where they're at. I think that's really important. I think it's something that we don't always do. That aside, I think that there's also this significant push to fit the norm and we need to challenge that and say, what is normal? What is, you know, plus size seems abnormal, but the reality is that most women fall into either a 16 or 18 size now moving into 14 but if you think about the typical average woman that is the average size and so how is it that that's not represented in the media as frequently and the other part of it is when we do see plus size or larger people in the media and in television shows they tend to be self-deprecating and to make fun of their size and i don't know why it has to be that way i remember i dated this gentleman who he was a comedian and he was a larger guy and his whole shtick was self-deprecating to just make fun of his bigger size and honestly it was such a turnoff to me I i just didn't understand why he had to make fun of himself to make others laugh he was a funny guy and he had a lot going for him but that was what he thought other people wanted to hear And yeah, it made for a lot of laughs, but for me, it was really uncomfortable at times because he didn't turn it off when he got off stage. And after a while, I just really couldn't sit in that. I wanted him to be okay with who he was, and he wasn't there yet. Maybe he has come some ways since then, but I think that that happens a lot of times. And so even in social situations, you may present yourself as the funny person or the one that makes the jokes because maybe that's your defense mechanism to deal with the fact that you don't quite fit in. I know that for myself, sometimes I've done that. Sometimes I've been more humorous. Not necess- I don't typically engage in self-deprecating comedy, but I will make fun of things or you know, how I see them and and try to explain it um, from my viewpoint. And people will think that's humorous, but they don't realize that the reason I have that viewpoint is because of my own experiences and things that not plus-size people will not understand. So I hope this is, again, helpful to some people as you're sitting there and you've listened to me discuss this particular topic I think that coming full circle, if you have concerns about your size or you've had awkward moments, share them with me. I want to hear about them. I want to hear about how you've maneuvered through them or what has worked for you because, again, I kind of made peace with it, but I am always more than happy to hear about how things are going with you. So, If you haven't already, please join our Facebook page. I'm posting, just in the last week, I'm posting contests so you can win some beautifully awkward memorabilia. I am also posting on Instagram and we'll have contests on there. If you haven't already, go to iTunes, rate us on iTunes because that is how we get listeners to hear more of the content that we have. You can always email me at beautifullyawkwardpodcast at yahoo.com. I would be more than happy to hear if this moved you in any way, shape, or form, or if you can relate. So again, make sure that you let me know your thoughts, and I hope to talk to you soon. But at the end of the day, know you are not alone, and you are beautifully awkward. Since recording the episode that you just listened to, I did a little bit of searching and found out that Ann Taylor Loft does have a plus size line. However, it is not available in all stores across the United States. And so while it's great that they've created a line, it's not something that's easily or readily accessible. And I hope that in the future, there will be movement towards creating more access to these lines and more styles for plus size individuals because there really is a lack of such in the market today. So I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Thank you again for listening in and I hope to talk to you soon.